We have been talking, bear with me today, please. We have been talking about rapture. And you know, I could, the more you get into it, the deeper it gets, the more you could share. And I'm not a Revelations and a Daniel and a Ezekiel studier. So I'm just sharing lightly what is going on a little bit. And if you're interested in that, dig deep. We're, Wednesday night, I'm going to have Betty going to share. She's, if anybody in the body, she probably knows Revelation better than anybody in here. So I may even steal her for a couple Wednesday nights to teach a little bit while she's here before she has to go up north on the book and get deeper than I can get. But there's basic things that are going to take place. Number one, you're going to be out of here. Title of the message is the church is gone. Um, many argue the point that we're going to be here during tribulation, and they've got scripture, but they don't have scripture to back that up. Scripture more more than tells us that it's going to happen, and really it has to happen, and it has to happen in this dispensation or this time of our life, this time of what God is doing on the earth, this time of what He has already foreordained and know that it's going to take place, had to be during the dispensation of grace. It had to be because he could not take a church that was filthy. And folks, without Jesus, you're all filthy. Falling short every day, we all make mistakes, we all have wrong thoughts, we all have wrong attitudes, we all have wrong motives. That's just a part of our selfish desire that's there that we fight all the time. But he gave us Jesus who died for all of that. So now God is looking down to a church and he's going, look at that. Just the moment they give their heart to Jesus, it's a look at that. They're perfect. They're doing nothing wrong. And in God's eyes, he's looking through different glasses than you and I are. There's an agape love that we're all trying to maintain and get. There's an agape love where he's not looking on any of the faults that we have and the, the shortcomings we have. And he's looking down and he says, I can take them now. Just as soon as everybody I know is coming together and believing, those it's going to, he is going to take. Well, he has to, he's going to do it. It has to be now, but also... He's also got to do it because he's got to step into the next dispensation that's happening when he's going to take care of the heathen and he is going to judge and he is going to bring, he's going to bring the Jewish people to their knees. That's why he's going to, the next step is, look what's happening. And we're going to talk about that a little bit at the end. But look what's, look what's coming down on you and look what I'm going to do, that I am God. And now you can see that all of these years I have been and I brought Jesus to try to show you. We know and we're going to be gone. We're going to be caught up with him. We're, it's so awesome. And i share a few scriptures we've shared. It's not going to be a surprise to us. Many say, well, you don't know the time. No, I don't know the exact second. Matter of fact, it's not even the second. It's one one hundredth of a second to blink your eye. And we're gone. We're not only gone, we're totally rebuilt. We're not only gone, everybody that died before us is totally rebuilt, brought together. To me, that's a bigger feat, but for God, what kind of feat is this? Instantly, we're going to be gone. And, but when? Well, we have a general idea. Look what's going on in the earth. Look what, look what, look what decisions they're making. Right is wrong and wrong is right. 
biologically you're, you, you were born a man and a woman and we're trying to change that because we feel like a cat? Give me a break. I can fix the school boards that are battling with this, the cat thing. We don't train kitty cats. We train people. If you want to be a people, you want to be a human, you want to be a boy or a girl, we'll put you in class. Otherwise, go to the veterinarian and get a shot. We better leave that alone. Ridiculous. First Thessalonians 5, 4 says, But you aren't in the dark about these things, dear brothers and sisters, and you, would, you, you won't be surprised when the day of the Lord comes like a thief. Going to be that, it's going to be quicker than that. There's going to be no warnings. There's going to be, I, the, the silly dog that I've got. Any loud vehicle or any noise outside during the night, he comes out of his bed and I'm telling you what, he goes nuts. Well, he's had so many false alarms that I give up on, on that. So the thief could come quickly with me and I wouldn't even know it. But it's quicker than that. It's one one hundredth of a second is what they estimate. A twinkling of an eye, just a blink that goes on all the time. You don't even notice so fast. We're going to be out of here. We're going to be gone. But what's even more exciting about it, folks, and we've talked about this, but I've got to remind you, we are in grace. We are qualified. We are fixed. I've had so many people say, well, what if I'm doing this when it takes place? Or what if I'm doing that when it takes place? If you have asked Jesus into your heart and you believe he died for you, all you religious folks out there, I know you're mad at me about this. And I know you think you have to work, and I know you think you have to do. You won't find it in the Bible in the New Testament. We are saved by grace. Not by anything we do. It says that's just what it says. So why wouldn't we believe that? Now, should we be obedient? Absolutely, because being obedient to his word and being obedient to what he's speaking in your heart makes things better for us because you're going to reap whatever you sow. So if you do the things he tells us, things are going to be good. How many of us have made wrong choices and it's cost us? Everybody here. But folks, I'm qualified. As bad as I am sometimes, I'm qualified. So I know that in the twinkling of an eye, I'm going. And I'm going, to meet him in, I'm going to meet him in heaven. Wow, I'm going to meet him in the air, it says. He's not coming to earth yet. He's just coming down to us, with us, and meet us. I, I ask everybody the question to stir everybody up. What goes on for the seven years? Well, there's a whole lot that goes on. One of them is, I'm going to get to know him better than I've ever known him. I'm the bride. I'm going to... You don't know people till you spend time with them. You don't, we, we don't, we, we think we know God. Give me a break. We would live different than we live if we really, really, really had a revelation on everything that's in this word. Now, we, we gain revelation by spending time with him, but until you get that revelation, it's not a part of your life. I know that 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 I know I'm saved. Can't change it. That's a revelation. You, you, you can't beat it the other way out of me. But there are areas that I struggle with healing. You say, well, Pastor, you've told me that before. Well, I'm just being honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm walking right now in something I wish I wasn't walking in, but I know by the stripes of Jesus I'm healed, but I guess I really don't have the revelation yet to have the faith yet for it to be gone. 
but I'm in a cursed world too. And, and I add sugar to my stuff occasionally, and I, and I, I ate a donut this morning, and, and, and I'm killing myself. He doesn't say anywhere in the word to, to drink and eat poison, but yeah, I do it. But that's why we're living in grace, or we'd all be dead. Y'all with me? But he's coming, and he's going he's gonna to come so quick, we're not going to know what's going on. We're, First Thessalonians 4.14, when you read the whole thing in context, it literally says, we believe that Jesus died and was raised to life again and will bring back both those who died. He believe, you believe in it all. You know that it's going to take place. You're at that place. But you know, another, another thing, and I want to spend a couple minutes on this, haven't brought this up, we were given back the authority. We sung this morning. We were given back the authority in the name of Jesus. I think we, once again, I think we've all fallen short. The Bible tells us we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We wrestle against principalities, powers, and rulers. How do you, how do you wrestle against that? Only in the realm of the Spirit. Only in the realm of prayer. Only in the realm of trusting Him. Only in the realm of knowing the authority that I have. Not in myself. But I, we had this little skinny guy sitting right over here, Bradley. He come down with a, a, a real weird, at that time, only Dr. Craig diagnosed it, only 56 cases when he diagnosed it, known about. Show line, per purpura, whatever it was, Doc. Name was this long. He was bleeding. He started bleeding internally. We found it first, right? He rode his bike all the time, and the backs of his calves started breaking out, and, and just blood vessels were popping. Well, then he started bleeding out his ears, then he started bleeding out his nose. Then we, Doc figured out what it was, and we took him to Cardinal Glennon Children's Hospital, and you know what they said? Take him home and make him comfortable. He's not going to make it. There's nothing we can give him we don't know what to do with it yet. Now, they've found since then what to do a little bit. Doc's going like this. Look at him. What did we do? We didn't know very much about the authority we had, but we took authority and we spoke to it. I'll never forget it. Not a good time to bring this up. Very emotional today. We were in the back bedroom, asleep. He was laying on the floor in the living room beside us because that's where we had left him where he fell asleep. He got up and he said he's ready to go with Jesus. I'm telling you what, the spirit of darkness, the spirit of death was so strong, we could feel it. And what do we do? Get out of here in the name of Jesus, you spirit of death. And folks, listen to me. That's all we said. Not loud, just spoke directly to it, tucked him back in the covers he was in, back in bed, and from that moment on, he got better and better and better and better. I can remember laying hands on one of them, had a high fever. I spoke to it, the fever, you could just feel it, just fall off. They were perfect the next morning. Connie had a, Connie had a spirit, an unforgiving spirit that she had to deal with, and we spoke to it. And it left her body in the I can still see where we were standing. We spoke to it. And our dog on the front porch started flailing around. 
that spirit went in that dog. He said, well, this is weird. No, this is, this is the authority we have. I spoke to it. I went out on the front porch. I told it to get off his property, and he just relaxed. The spirit was gone. That authority we have. That authority, just I'm, I'm bringing this up because that authority is what's keeping the Antichrist at bay. That authority is what's keeping everything at bay to where we can make it. When we leave, that authority leaves. Otherwise, he can't, the Antichrist can't do what he wants to do. But once we're gone, would you want to live here? It's going to be seven years. Now, many, many have hard times, but I think the body of Christ as a whole has fell short when it comes to the authority that we have right now. I think, we're, I think we have, not knowing, not understanding, I think we have allowed things to take place in this world that didn't have to take place. But God knew all of that. He knew where you're at. He knew where we're at. And he knew what was going on. But it's time, folks, it is time for him to come. You know, Colossians 2, 9 and 10 says, in the New King James, it says, For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him who is the head of the principalities and powers. We have the authority over the demonic forces that attack us on a daily basis. We have the authority many times... I, I battle, try, I battle my, myself trying to fall into depression real easy. I always have. So I have always fought it. If I, if I back off the least bit, I can get down so quick. And that's nothing but a spirit that's trying to pull me down. The enemy has tried to close this church down multiple times. But it's not going to happen. Because we're going to stand our ground. Stand against the spirit that's trying to come against this church and every other church in this town. And, and stand or fight. But listen to me. I'm bringing this up because when we go. That's why maybe if you're listening by, if you're listening by internet or maybe you're here and you've never asked Jesus into your heart. Or maybe you, you've never quite understand it. Don't go another second. Because we could be gone before I get done speaking today. You say, well, is it really going to happen? Everything has already happened in prophecy, that has to happen. Everything. God's grace is just allowing a little more time for a few more people to come to him that he knows is coming, that we don't know is coming. Everybody you talk to, that's why, that's why we've got to quit picking our groups that we love and not love others. We've got to love everybody. We've got to let everybody should be invited and welcome to come in the doors, no matter what they look like, what they smell like, or what they're doing. Who are we to judge anybody? The tavern just up the block has a bigger congregation than we do. I know they do. I've seen the cars that are there every day. Why? Because everybody there I'm not judging any of them. But everybody there doesn't judge anybody that comes in the door. Because they're all doing what they want to do. And that's their business. And I'm not judging them. I'm just saying they're accepted. When they come in the door, grab a beer. Oh no, you drink a beer, you're going to hell. Where did you get that? Now I'm not condoning 
something that alters your mind. I'm not condoning that because you're never the same after you alter your mind. I don't care if you, if you take an aspirin, it changes you a little. What I'm saying is, why aren't we? You say, well, what's got to do with rapture? Because thank God you're in this compensation, you judges. Because you'll get to go. But if we were God, would you get to go? We have got to come to place and recognize how much God loves us. How much he, he just, he looks down upon us and recognizes that. But see, the church is going to be gone. Well, let me get to where I'm going. The church is going to be gone. The authority that we have, still have, no, by the way, you can use that authority, with a side note, until we're gone. Make sure you do. Stand your ground. Not in your own selfish desires and what the word says. Stand your ground. Stand. The Bible says you can bind on earth what's bound in heaven. In other words, anything I see heaven's like, I can say I want it here. Anything that I don't like what's going on here, I can say I don't want it here. And it'll leave. It tells us that. But watch the news a little bit. The Bible says that He's going to put a hook, and it's the scripture, the scripture's uh, Ezekiel 38.4. He's going to put a hook in the mouth of the countries that he needs to come down against Israel. God's going to do it. Why? Because God's going to do it. At the new dispensation now, we're gone. And he says, okay, it's time to do it. So he's going to pull that, he's going to pull, and you all know Russia is north, Turkey China, all those that, think of, if you look at the map, and if you, if you haven't got to go to Israel, my, I think my biggest revelation when I got to go to Israel was how small. It's, it's about the size of Randolph County. If you squash it, Randolph County, to where it's thin, that's the size of Israel. But yet every nation fears it. And every nation's going to come against it. And this is what's going to take place while we're getting to know the Lord better and, and all the things that's going to go on. I'm not going to get into all, all the things that's going to go on during that time. There's going to be, there's going to be judgment. There's going to be, there's going to be hostility. There's going to be, these countries are going to all come. It, it says he's going to pull them all together to come down against Israel. Now we're talking Libya. We're talking all the countries around it. We're talking this little bitty county is going to have the world against them. What happens in, in a nutshell, they don't get there. They get to Israel, but there's a valley where all this is going to take place. And they say that the blood is going to be as deep as the horse's bridle. You say, well, that's going to be gross. Yes, it is. But the Jewish people is going to go, there is a God. And they're going to be okay. And there's going to be thousands. I mean, when you start going through what's going to take place on earth, most of the water is going to be destroyed. Most of the land is going to be destroyed. Now, how's it going to be destroyed? I don't know. Many predict that, many predict that America and, and some of these other countries are going to be nuked and be gone. Some say that it's going to be just the East Coast and the West Coast. But things aren't going to be good on the earth. But we all know what's going to happen in the end. We're coming back with him. To rule the new earth. You say, well, how can he fix it? Come on, folks. If he can fix you in a twinkling of an eye, he could do whatever he wants to do. We, could, we can get into all that, but 
my point this morning is, while we're here, let's start walking in the authority that we've got. Let's start speaking life to people. Let's start doing what Brad did just a while ago. I can't tell you, Brad. You know, it's crazy when you're fighting something, you don't, you don't know what you're fighting, and you don't know where it's going. But you know what you got, and you don't know what to do. And you, and you say, well, pastor, just do what you preach. I'm trying. I'm a person just like you guys. And I know what the Word says. I know that by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. And I know any problem that's going on emotionally, it, it, it's, I know it's going to be okay. And if I fall over dead right now, I know I'm okay. But we still have to deal with it. And we've got to take the authority we have and start using that authority and watch God do it and trust in him. And you say, well, pastor, then just do it. I'm trying. Come on. But I know what I'm preaching is true. I know what I'm saying is true. I know that he's got us. And I know that I've been so blessed to live in a generation to what I've lived. I'm so blessed with the family I've got. I'm so blessed that all my kids are saved. I'm so blessed that the grandkids are all saved. I'm so blessed that my life. So, we're all so blessed. But it's only because of Jesus. Well, I know family, their kids are a mess. Do you? It's amazing how we can judge kids and families and, and we have no idea where that kid is with God. Well, they don't even come to church. Oh, you're going to just keep, keep your judging. The Bible says that you will become what you judge. The Bible says, Bible says, the Bible says about all. Fact is, folks, we've got to come to the place of recognizing he is coming quick. We know he's coming. We know we live in authority. We know we, we know we live in a realm where he's going to take care of us. And we know what we need to do is come to that place where this, this chaos that's going to be taking place, we're not going to be in it. That we're going to be okay. That, that he's going to take care of us. He, he promises that. Ezekiel 39.3, he said, I will make my name known among my people of Israel. 38.23, he says, watch what I do. And they will know I am God. Here we, are, here we are walking through this dispensation and things that we know about. You know, you say, well, you know, why did Germany, how, how come God let Germany kill all these Jewish people and then not do something to Germany? Well, we don't know what happened to Hitler. But Germany prospered afterwards. Isn't that crazy? That's because he's a gracious God. And he knows more than we know about people, places, and things. And we've got to come to the place in our life to recognize we're not going to be here during that time. Israel, his goal is for Israel to recognize who he really is. That, that's his goal. He's got you. And we're just grafted in. His people were the Jewish people. And he said, I will take care of you to the very end. You say, well, how, how come all of them died? He still took care of them when said and done. But in the end, they're going to be totally amazed at their God. Like we should be every day now. And I can't, I can't make me. I can't make you. I can't, I can't force us to, to fall more in love with him. That's, that's all up to him. Our place is just to relax and 
to trust him and know that God has got us and God is going to take care of us. Steve and Tina going up to the Native, some of the stories they have told us about the net, what's going on with the Native Americans, just, it's just so sad to think that they're, 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 caught, they're caught and can't get out. And they grow up in a lifestyle where they're caught in that lifestyle. We see it across America everywhere. But there's still a God that can take care of them. That's his goal. They've, they've got the calling. And how long it lasts, we don't know. But while they're, while they're being pulled there, they're touching lives and touching people with the love of God. And they're not judging any of those people. How they live or where they live or where they live or anything. And that's what changes people. That's how God loves you the same way. I mean, pull something wrong and think, ooh, God's going light, to, lightning's going to strike. He doesn't do that. He, he says, they come to me because of the goodness. My goodness. They come to me because of my goodness. They, come, they don't come to me out of law. They don't come to me out of punishment. They come to me of goodness. Now, that dispensation is going to change as soon as we leave. Think about, think about, just real quick, think about what he did when Moses brought the tablets down and they were all partying. Now, that's a different dispensation. What did he do? He opened up the earth and swallowed multiple thousands of them. But during this dispensation, he loved us and loved us. And when we get a handle on that love that's inside of us, we can give that to other people. And forgive them for things that we think they shouldn't be doing, which is none of our business anyway. And love them like he loves us. The whole rapture scene, folks, is for you and I. The whole rapture scene is because God knows what he's doing and we don't. And he's going to take care of us. Father, we thank you. Guys, come on up. Father, we thank you that you've got this. We thank you that there is going to be a time. And, and we can sense that it's coming with all that's going on in, in the arena of the politics, all that's going on in the arena of, of just, just the economy and everything. Father, we know that you've got this, and you're going to take this, and you're going to be pulling us out of here quickly and going to the next step that you've got to take care of everything in this world where we're going to have a, we're going to have a world that is run and ruled by you for a thousand years, Father. You're even letting us be a part of it. Like now, you've got us a part of it in the area of prayer. You won't do anything unless we pray about it. And then you answer our prayers. Your word says that. We thank you, Father, for everything that's going on today. We thank you that you're going to take care of every situation, every circumstance in our lives. And we know that. Thank you that your will, your will, the old prayer that we pray all the time, we want your will to be done in our life, Father. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name. Amen. No.
Yeah, that was a major. That's a major. We, I can't even tell you how major that is. But God's good. Go get clothes real quick and then help box real quick. Have your meeting real quick. And then go home and be slow. Call you blessed. You're dismissed. <laughs>